Hey guys, it's Kay here. So on today's message, we're going to be talking about something that is a little controversial, but I feel like I have the answer to it, <laughs> kinda. And the reason that I think I have the answer to it is because this has personally been something I've been dealing with, and at first, you know, I was like, I don't see the problem with this. It's a natural bodily reaction and something that humans just do. But as I've gotten closer in my walk with the Lord, he has pointed out some things to me that aren't necessarily word for word quoted in the Bible, but it's something that's personally happened to me. So if it's happened to me, I can almost guarantee it's happened to some of you all. And it's probably something you know you never thought about when you um, do this. So I hope this word resonates with you. I hope if it doesn't resonate with you, you know someone it can resonate with and yeah don't turn it off listen to everything that i have to say and honestly go into prayer about your specific relationship with the lord because you know it may be different from what he tells me than from what he tells you so the topic in focus today is about masturbation whether or not it's a sin whether or not it's just a normal bodily function that we're allowed to do if it is a sin why isn't it specifically labeled in the bible as a sin and what the heck is going on with this whole topic so i'm going to start with probably the percentage of people like me i did not know masturbation was a sin and i'm 22 like i found out this year and the reason that i didn't know that is because they don't talk about it in church like you learn about um the sexual reproductive system in school and school's gonna tell you whatever they want to tell you but it's almost as if like they don't want to teach it in church but your parents don't want to teach it either and then they just expect for you to one day when you get married figured it out and it's like what <laughs> they don't want you looking at you know pornography or sexual pictures or listening to your friends who've gone through it it's a specific conversation that people specifically parents and children don't have and the people who do have it with their children are frowned upon in the church and I just don't understand it it's like you don't want me to do it but you know what is it like what is masturbation what is sex what is you know all of these things and honestly in church they will hit you with a something that needs to be experienced with your spouse in a quick minute and not go into detail so of course being curious humans as we are we're gonna look it up and when you look it up, you go to porn, you read books, you do all this stuff, and then they get mad because they're like, you weren't supposed to look it up. Well, who's supposed to tell me, you know? So I'm a product of that environment. Yes, my mom had talks with me and everything like that, but she never sat down and was like, bop, 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 this is what it is. This is why it's a sin. This is why you shouldn't do it and all of that and part of that is honestly because it doesn't say it in the bible and another part of it is because parents don't really want to have this conversation with their kids like let's be honest i mean i wouldn't mind having the conversation with my kid but we're a different generation we're more open we're more knowledgeable about personal talks and to be honest we wouldn't have a problem letting our kids know what it is because if i'm your parent and i want you to grow up a certain way and i don't tell you about a certain thing you're going to find it out in another way. And it's probably going to be in another way that I didn't want you to find out. Okay. So I was a part of that percentage that like I didn't know. So how I found out. 
Um, I was in my walk with God earlier this year and the topic had came up on a YouTube channel that I had actually watched. And I was like, I never thought about masturbation as a sin. I knew that if I imagined it in my mind, you know, doing it with someone, that that was, you know, considered a sin. Or if I used a, let's say, a porn video to watch and masturbate to that. Like, I knew that that was a sin, but masturbation within itself, I'm like, that's a natural bodily function. Like, that can't be a sin. So when I was looking at videos of it, I'm like... I would hate to be these people because, you know, like I didn't need anything to stimulate me like that because sometimes people's bodies just naturally do it by themselves. So I thought I was excluded from that. So as I, you know, TMI, this is going to be like, I'm getting real in this, like I'm going to get real and that's the only way that you can do it. So as I continue to, you know, do it and as I continue to get further along in my relationship with Christ, I noticed that. No, I wasn't using, you know, physical stimulants to like get me to masturbate. But after I would do it, it was like a literal block in my connection with God. And that is when I realized that this is something that cannot be done when you're on a walk with God. Because at first I was like, you know, when you look at porn and you do all this different stuff, yes, that's sinning because you shouldn't be looking at that. But to me, it was like I wasn't doing any of that. Like, how could that be a sin? And it specifically doesn't say it in the Bible. So where do I look at? Where do I go to? So the Lord had revealed to me that sexual, you know, immorality and impurity doesn't necessarily mean doing it with someone else. It could be you taking satisfaction into your own hands and, you know, doing it with your own body, a.k.a masturbation you're indulging in yourself you're you know using yourself to get to a certain place instead of you know waiting for marriage and all of that stuff at first I was like you got to be kidding me like (laughs) there's nothing you know sometimes as a believer in Christ you honestly feel like there is nothing I can freaking do to just you know like gratify me And in a sense, that is very true. But you got to remember, you know, we're not here for self-gratification. We're here to glorify the Lord and to live for him. And doing that, we can't, we just can't do that because it's not glorifying him. Well, how, what does masturbating do for God? How does that help his kingdom? How does it help your fellow brother and sister in Christ? It's selfish. It really is. So. What explained to me was just, just like you're indulging, you know, within yourself and that's not helping you spiritually. It's not helping God. It's not helping his kingdom, your brothers, your sisters. It's not doing anything. And so the last time that I had did it, um, I experienced a block in my relationship with God. And I had to really get into prayer and fight to get back to where I was in my relationship with God. It wasn't like a Lord forgive me. And help me to not do it again. And then I was just back in, I don't want to say good graces, but I wasn't at the place where I was with God. And that made me sad because I had, you know, worked to get there. I was consistent with reading my Bible. I was consistent in prayer. And I feel like I worked hard to get to where I was, you know, with God. And me indulging in that moment of self-gratification just really you know took a chunk of that away like you know you can never get taken away from God he's always there but 
your relationship when you decide to feed into your flesh will interfere with your relationship with the Lord. You know what you feed your flesh, your flesh, and what you do to your flesh will inevitably, inevitably, you know, impact your relationship with God. So that time I had did it, I had to work really, really hard. I even think that I fasted to get back to where I was with the Lord. And when I got there, I was like, I've never had this experience before because I wasn't knowledgeable about it before. And being 22 freaking years old, it's like nobody in the church decided to speak up. And even I would have appreciated if we would have even had a sexual education class in church. Because if you're not going to talk about sex, how do you expect us to know about the things associated with it? And if our parents don't want to talk to us about it, why isn't there someone in the church who's willing to, you know, just teach a sex class the way that, you know, they wanted it to be taught? You know, nobody ever thought to do that. And it was so frustrating because it's like, here I am thinking I'm knowing that I'm sinning. You know, I'm knowing exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly what to pray for to be delivered from. Yet I didn't even know masturbation was a sin. You know how stupid you feel? And a lot of people were like, it was, you know, you should already know that. It does not verbatimly say in the Bible that you cannot masturbate. It talks about sexual immorality. And when we talk about that, we're talking about having sex with someone else. So I was a little pissy there. (laughs) I was a little pissy, but I was happy at the moment because when nobody else revealed it to me, God did when I asked him to. But it's the just thinking of saying, God, what am I doing that I don't know is a sin? And for that to be one of the things brought up, it just really set me off because I'm like, it's not that deep. It is not that deep that you can't talk to your children about, you know, things having to do with sex. It's not that deep that the people in the church can't talk about it in detail and explain to you why you can't do it. It's not that deep. Just say it so we know, you know. You become an adult and you find out that this stuff is a sin. It's like I could have been stopped. It would have probably led me out of so many other situations growing up if I had known, but I didn't. But now I do and now I'm held responsible. So I noticed and I tested it a little bit. I was like, I got, so after that time, I got back on my feet with God and I got back in a good um, space with him and here come the urges. So I'm like, let me really put this to the test because maybe it was something else I did during that time that just got in the way of our relationship. So I went and I tested it again. It was not something else that I did. It was the it was masturbation that got in the way of me and God's relationship. It literally was the same block and it came twice as hard and I had to work twice as hard to get it back again. So if anybody in their journey is like, I want to get close to God, he's right there, I can't reach him, consider, <laughs> are you masturbating? Are you dabbling in some type of sexual gratification that is just specifically self-pleasing to the flesh you know you can't really do anything sexually you know to yourself unless you're married and you're doing you know sex is meant to be for married people and it's meant to be in union you know with god and that is the only way that you can do something sexual that is you know like good in the sense that's the only way but other ways It's really not. And so if you, you know, have an experience what I've experienced and you're genuinely like, 
I don't have any blocks when I, you know, masturbate. I don't feel any difference between me and the Lord's connection. I don't understand why you have to stop or I'm not going to stop. Here's another view and perspective for you. As I was looking at, you know, videos trying to really pinpoint in the Bible where it says masturbation is a sin. I came across this video of this young man and he was saying that if you feel like you're not doing anything wrong, you know, when you're having sex with other people or you're masturbating or you're just indulging in self-gratification, think about the fact that it's not, I'm going to get a little deep here and it's maybe something that people, you know, want to turn it off for, but I completely understand. But everything in the physical happens in the spiritual and a lot of people don't understand that. So basically what this young man was saying that he had a time where he was going and he was going to have sex with a girl. And he said he they were in the middle of doing it and he looked down and he looked at her face and he said she had a smile literally from ear to ear and he was like it was like the Joker and it was sinister and it was evil and it was demonic and it was so it frightened him so bad he actually hopped back and he said you know we didn't finish doing anything because I had to leave because it shook me so he goes on into research and into detail about it and he finds out that you know there is a spiritual world and just because we don't see things in the physical don't mean that they're happening and a lot of people think that when they masturbate they're doing it by themselves but in reality you're doing it with something or someone else basically what he said was that when you masturbate you're not just doing it with yourself there is a demon participating in the sexual act with you to get you to another place and a lot of people think that you know masturbation is just myself because there's no one physically there but there actually is someone spiritually there and I know it sounds it sounds so crazy but if you think about it pleasure was meant to be given like you cannot just pleasure yourself okay and I know that that sounds so weird you cannot just you specifically pleasure yourself there is something else there helping you to get to where you're trying to get to if you understand what I'm saying so he basically broke it down saying you're not just having sex with yourself you're having sex with a demon there are demons watching you while you do it there are evil spirits that are entering into you while you're doing it and you don't have to be having some type of seance or you know dabbling into any witchcraft or anything specifically and tailored to that thing but just masturbating is allowing for those demonic and evil spirits to come into you, to touch you, to do whatever it is they want to you. And by you, you know, bowing to masturbation, you're giving them that access. And he said, I truly believe that if you saw the way that these demons looked at, you would be deterred from it for the rest of your life. And it is very true. So just because we can't physically see them does not mean that they aren't there. So that's the approach that he took. And there are probably other approaches to it, to talk about it, to describe it and everything. But those are just the two that I decided to come on here and talk about today. Now, there are people that um, are addicted to it. You know, they're addicted to porn. They're addicted to masturbation. Those two kind of go hand in hand. And that within itself is an evil spirit that has attached itself onto people to, you know, feel like they just have to do it and if they don't do it they get irritated they just get really nasty and that is something that needs to be preyed on 
And if you know anybody who's going through that, you need to pray for them because that is not normal. And, you know, we go to psychiatrists, which I'm saying you can, I'm not downing psychiatrists and I'm not downing mental health because it's so real and it's so true. But everything happens in the spirit before it happens in the physical. And what I'm saying is if a lot of believers prayed for what it was they were dealing with before they went and got physical mental help, you would understand what you're going through and how to go about it. Because the medications and stuff that they try to put people on only make it worse. And sometimes people, they really do need it. But before you do any of that, you need to go into prayer about what it is that you're battling against. Go and tell your church, pray for yourself, your friends. If they're not spiritual, say, if you were really my friend and I'm telling you I'm struggling with something, no matter what your beliefs were, you would sit down and pray with me. You know, it doesn't matter if they, you know, don't go to church or if they don't believe. Like, if you're my friend and I'm telling you I'm struggling with something, I need you to help me. And the way that I believe that you can help me is prayer. They should be able and more than willing to pray for you. So, masturbation within a focus is a sin, basically. And no, it does not say that word for word in the Bible, but it is based on just it being self-satisfaction, not being able to help God, not being able to help his people, just it being something selfish in the moment for your own pleasure. And, you know, what gain do you get from it? If it was a credible enough gain, you would do it one time and then get whatever it was from it and you would never have to do it again. But people repeatedly go and do it. So it's definitely something to think about. I know there are people struggling with porn and masturbation. And I'll be praying for you. There are people who, just like me, have found out masturbation was a sin. And it's going to take a minute to get off of it. Because, you know, doing it all your life and just now deciding, oh, okay, I'm going to stop. Your body is used to it. And your body's going to be like, um, excuse me, like, what are you doing? We do this. And you're going to have to fight for it. And it is hard. And it is a struggle. You're going to have to find different activities to get into to do it. But I promise you, God will be so happy with you. And God will help you during this. Um, one prayer that I actually pray when I'm going through a moment and I feel like there's nothing I can do or I feel like the urge is so powerful that um, I'm about to cave in. I throw my hands up and I say, Lord God, I am weak right now. My flesh is weak. My spirit is weak and I need your help because I can't fight this battle by myself. I'm not meant to fight this battle by myself. And I keep praying that. And usually when that happens, because you're getting attacked by an evil spirit sent from the enemy, usually when that happens, it gets stronger. So when it gets stronger, I keep repeating, Lord, I am weak. My spirit is weak. My flesh is weak. And I'm about to sin and I don't want to. Lord God, you said to call upon your name and that you will answer me. And Lord, I'm calling on your name right now because I'm about to do something that I don't want to do. You're going to keep praying that prayer, whether you can speak it out physically or you just keep repeating it in your head. And I guarantee you after a while, it's going to go away. Now, it doesn't go away forever. You're going to have to continue to, you know, keep doing it. It's just the way it is. That's the way it is in this world being a believer. Some other things that I've noticed that have helped me have been turning off sexual music, turning off sexual um, movies or shows that I watch. Because in the moment, if you don't get turned on and you're like, mm, I can do this later on down the line when your brain does finally process everything, you and you actually end up getting horny and you want to do stuff. And you're like, I didn't do anything today, but look at what you're watching. 
Look at what you're listening to. Look at who's around you. Look at, you know, who you're scrolling through on Instagram. Half of us are following half naked people as it is. And you just didn't understand where the urges were coming from. Look at your social media. Look at what you're listening to. Look at what you're watching. And I guarantee you, there are going to be some things that you can cut out of your life that's going to help with this journey and how it's just going to be until you know God does give us that person that we're meant to be with for the rest of our lives and then we can do it y'all as much as we freaking want to and that's the best part about it so I'm going to end this video off right here I hope that any questions that you had are answered any just uneasiness you've had about it was answered and if it wasn't please don't be afraid to um message me and ask me a question that I may not have you know tackled in this um video and yeah I hope you have an amazing 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 day I hope this video really 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 helps someone that it just needed to help like I said I was 22 when I found out about this and I'm starting the journey of you know coming away from it and it's not easy it's really not but I know that with the Lord if I give him a battle, he will fight it for me. I don't have to fight it myself. So that message was a little longer than what I wanted it to be, but I feel like I had to cover a lot of, you know, areas within the discussion of masturbation. So what I want to do now is pray for anyone that is struggling with an addiction, someone who has just found out from this video that it's a sin and they feel bad, and someone who you know, has listened to this video, but decided they're going to continue to do it or anything else along the line. So Father God, we thank you for allowing us to have life today, Lord God. We thank you for allowing us to be in this moment and to learn new things about you each and every single day, Lord God. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for exposing the enemy and all of his lies, Lord God. And we thank you for drawing us closer to you, Lord God. I pray for the person that is under attack from the enemy who it just seems like they cannot stop watching porn and they cannot stop masturbating. They feel like it's a hold over their life and they feel like if they don't have it, that they'll literally die in this world, Lord God. I pray that you come into their lives and you touch them right now, Father God, and you break that chain that the enemy has over them, Lord God, and let them know that they are so much more than a porn addiction, than a masturbation addiction, Lord God, that that is gonna be a small part of their testimony and they're going to be able to look back and tell their story with ease, Father God, once you deliver them. And they're going to be able to tell their story and help other people, Lord God, just like so many other people have had. Lord God, expose the enemy in their life, not just in those areas, but in other areas that he's tagged along to and just have tried to destroy them in, Lord God. I pray for the young man or young woman who is just now understanding that masturbation is a sin and they've been trying to understand through their relationship with you why they can't get to a certain place with you or they feel like it's a block and they don't know what to do and they've just found out what it is that's been blocking them father god remove the guilt and remove the shame off of them father god and just encourage them to pray for forgiveness and for obedience and guidance lord god for those who are going to continue to masturbate after they listen to this message lord god come into their lives and reveal to them in a way that is going to be understood by them why you would not want them to do it, Lord God. Each and every single one of us are different, Lord God. This message will resonate with some. Some people won't know what I'm talking about, Lord God, and that's okay because you've ordained it to be that specific way, Lord God. 
I just pray that you come into each and every single one of our lives, Lord God, and touch the broken places, touch what needs to be fixed, touch what needs to be healed. For a person that may have, you know, been molested as a child and hypersexuality has started within them, Lord God. Come in and fix that, Lord Jesus. Reveal to them that that's what it is. You don't have an addiction. You don't have something that is broken within you that can't be fixed. Someone has done something to you which has attached a spirit onto you. And so you feel like this is your problem, but in reality, someone put it on you and it can be taken away. Father God, let them realize that you died on the cross for each and every single thing that happens in this world. Let them know that there is nothing too big for you. Let them know that you didn't die for a specific category of sin. You died for each and every single last one of them. There's nothing too big or too small for you, Lord God. Even the sinner that has strayed away from a sin and come back and tried to fight it away again and continues to come back, let them know you're there for them too. And let them know that if they really want to be healed and they really want to be saved, that they can be. In Jesus' name, remove the lie of the enemy from their lives. Remove the lie that he has placed that they can't be better. God, anybody can be better in you. Remove the sense of this is something that they feel like they have to personally fight. God, you said to give all our battles to you because you gave your one and only son to die on a cross because you knew we would fall short. You knew we wouldn't be able to take it. So you gave your one and only son. You gave us you. Any battle we have, we can say, Lord, take it. I'm not strong enough for this and I I don't want to be. I can't be. This is bigger than me. But I know that you're bigger than it. So in Jesus' name, I pray that you touch those souls that need to be touched today who listen to this message, who's going to hear it, who's hearing it now and in the future, Lord God. Be with them and resonate with them, Father God. Come in and renew their spirit, Lord God, and remove the chains that the enemy has placed over their lives, how big or small they may be. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you all have a wonderful, beautiful day. I hope the Lord is just within you and that he really touches you after this message. Have a good day.